Greetings and welcome back to Growing Up on Capitol Hill by Johnny Walker. This is Johnny and what I want to uh, say is it has been a crazy 2020 uh, with all the excitement, all the, whew, the virus and all the things that we've gone through. And in some small way, it's made us stronger. And in other ways, uh, it has placed us in a position where we've been challenged. And God bless you, you've met the challenge. Now let's make it a great 2021 and move on with God's help and the Holy Spirit guiding us. Get ready for episode 11, Growing Up on Capitol Hill. trains. Uncle B and Aunt D were the closest friends, not blood relatives, of mom and dad. Daddy was Uncle B's assistant foreman on the construction sites in Washington, D.C. Their team were instrumental in constructing many of the buildings in our nation's capital in the 1950s and the 1960s. They lived around the corner from Union Station on Capitol Hill, about 15 minutes from our home. Uncle B was a dark-skinned, six-foot-four-inch man with a deep voice like Dad. They had a son who was a few years older than my sisters and me. B Jr. was getting tall like his dad, but light-skinned like his mom. Ma D was Uncle B's wife. She was cheerful and lovable with a round body and my babysitter when mom was at work. Ma D was a, a, a robust woman with a big smile and a wonderful loving way about her. She was a very, very happy woman. She was also an in-home pastor who invited my mother and us kids to her Bible studies during the week. Somehow, I, I don't remember Daddy ever coming other than to drop us off or to pick us up. The prayer sessions would last for what seemed to be hours. We kids were asked to move to another room just out of earshot of, our loud, of their loud shouts. But within a few of the folks would, you could see us, but better not hear us. This is when we learned the lesson that children should be seen and not heard. The Bible study was mainly for adults and the passion message of scripture delivered by Mom D brought mom and others to tears with the hope uh, for a better tomorrow.
Jr. was a little older than Diane, my oldest sister. He was a joy to talk to, as I remember. Yeah, I remember how Diane would warm up to him in a way that I had never seen before. There was a smile that adorned her face when he was around. There was this flirtatious twinkle in her eyes that said, I like you. On one of my visits, Uncle B asked B Jr. to show me his train set. My anticipation of what I thought I was going to see versus what I saw changed dramatically. As we walked downstairs to his basement, the lights were systematically turned on. First the wall lights, then the ceiling lights, and then the 12 by 6 foot table that displayed the most detailed, exquisite, beautiful train set lights that set off the life-like caricatures and figurines of this miniature city. Wow! Junior had houses and trees and people at different locations, animals and cars, all lifelike and I could not have possibly imagined the time and effort it had taken to build out this body of work. <laughs> no way could I have imagined in my wildest dreams what I was getting into <laughs> when I walked down the steep steps of this Capitol Hill home. My eyes and brain quickly took in every detail that I could as if I were afraid that I, I, I might not ever see it again. The distance between the wall and the train display, the number of trains, the trees, the train station, the lights. I was aware that Union Station was just around the corner Perhaps this was the inspiration for this wonderful project. Uncle Bert and, and Junior looked at me as they started the trains to move by, slowly pushing the lever forward. My excitement overtook me as I watched the train pass for yet a second time when I asked, Can I try it? The father and son team looked at each other, then nodded, Okay. It was one of the most exhilarating experiences of my early years on this planet. <laughs> <laughs>
For any train enthusiasts out there, I get it. I was in another world, the world of Lionel trains. <laughs> With its cars and caboose, smoke coming from the engine stack and being able to blow the horn toot toot as it came closer to the station. I have never, ever, ever seen any train presentation to this day that equals what I saw and experienced that day. The bees had made my eyes widen and my heart quicken. And the son said, as he looked at his dad, he's hooked. And Uncle B replied, he's hooked too. recall when my mom had dropped me off to Mom D's, Uncle B's wife's home, to babysit my younger sister and me. Well, she put my sister in the prearranged pillow and blanket set on the floor as she waved my mom goodbye, ensuring there would not be any accidents. She then invited me to sit at the kitchen table, asking me through my sleepy eyes if I liked pancakes. <laughs> well, my big smile and immediate response woke up my sleepy face as I sat straight up, anticipating what was about to happen. Mon D whipped the batter after rummaging through the pans and selecting the one that seemed perfect for her presentation. The first poured pancake was poured into the waiting hot black steel skillet and its heat lightly singed the batter as it completed the process of turning into a perfectly rounded pancake. She flipped it over, showing a perfectly tanned topside, and my anticipation grew as I knew what was next. Walking over to my waiting plate, I sat back as she placed the steaming pancake onto it. Ah, the smell of freshness and my near drooling mouth left no doubt that this was worth waiting for. Then came the butter, mmm, melting, and the syrup as I watched Mondi then cut it up into bite-sized pieces. I said my grace as quickly as I could, and, and, and then taking my fork as if I were stabbing them, I started stuffing two, then three of those bite-sized pieces into my waiting mouth until my jaws, 
my jaws were puffed out like a horn player. <laughs> they were delicious. I had completed the pancake so quickly that Ma D gave a double take when she turned around and saw that it was gone. A quick look by her under the table seemed to satisfy her curiosity that I had not dropped any when she asked with a smile, Do you want another one, baby? Yes, I said, as if I hadn't eaten in a week. She then went through the same process of placing it on my plate, placing butter on it, and then served and cutting it into bite-sized pieces. Wow, what a treat. After the fourth or fifth pancake, whew, I pushed myself away from the table to give me room for my now obvious protruding belly. Do you want another, Johnny? No, ma'am, I said. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm full. They were delicious, Mardi. She said, yes, you seem to really enjoy them as she wiped her forehead from the perspiration of non-stop cooking for the last 25 minutes. A job well done. You can go into the other room and watch cartoons on the TV, which I did before falling fast asleep. Upon awakening, I couldn't help but notice that the TV had been turned off and a blanket had been laid on top of me. Ma D came into the room and asked if I wanted to play downstairs. That woke me up. She handed me a semi-wet paper towel to wipe my face. The heated, and then I should say I headed toward the downstairs door, receiving instructions not to turn the train set on. <clears throat> I agreed knowing that the train set awaited me. Although I was restricted from playing with the trains, I found great pleasure in just using the figurines of cars and people that entertained me as I became the writer, the producer, and the director of a story using each piece as actors and props until I was called upstairs to my waiting mother and Ma D and baby sister at the door. Mom D asked, did you enjoy yourself, Johnny? To which I answered, yes, ma'am, as I helped, as she actually helped me with my coat. And then asked, what is that in those bulging pockets of yours? I reached in, 
one pocket pulling out the contents of miniature cars and people. And and then the uh, props out of the other pocket. My embarrassment was apparent as my mother scolded me and said, you can't take those home. You have toys. Mom D quickly cut her off and commented, it's okay. He can bring them back tomorrow. She wiped the tear from my eye, kissed me on my cheek and whispered, I will see you tomorrow. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I tried to find out whatever happened to... It's been a lot of years, but it seems when I did check in the neighborhood, she had founded what her neighbors described as a large church. But I never have yet to find it. We sometimes try to go back and and thank folks who have had an impact on our lives. But we missed the chance. I have learned to thank people along the way. Yeah, thank them along the way because You never know if you'll get another chance. Grandma's house. Grandma, aunts, Uncle Jay, Cousin E. Jr. lived just 15 minutes from us on Independence Avenue in Southeast on Capitol Hill. Grandma was very old-looking lady of Indian descent with, well, she had gray, long pigtails, and she sat on a rocking chair in the hallway. Now, On our visits, we'd come to her home and my sisters and I were encouraged to hug all the relatives by mom. There was a ceramic porcelain dog at grandma's. It sat in the middle of the foyer. And on my first visit, I was listening to mama's instructions as she released my five-year-old hand as the door flew open to her waiting sister, Aunt S, hugs and kisses. 
She then moved quickly to Grandma, who sat in the chair in the hall. I tried to keep up with her when, to my surprise, I came eye to eye with this dog, a, 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 a black and white carca spaniel. I nearly jumped back two feet, losing my balance and, and stumbling to the floor. To the laughter of all, especially my sisters. As grandma and aunt S gave me a stern look that scared me even more than the dog. When aunt Sadie or said, boy, that dog ain't real boy. And don't you knock it down off of that stand. A more careful investigation by me relaxed my nerves as mommy and the girls hugged and kissed both grandma and aunt S. It was now my turn. I came closer to my grandmother who sat up and leaned forward to in a rocking chair and I noticed her long hair, pigtails, and the part down the middle of her scalp. She had a pipe, which I examined as she maneuvered to put it into an ashtray in arm's reach on the floor. A bottle of something was near and which later was said to be her wine. I would describe her as much older mommy. Much, much older. Aunt C with a no-nonsense attitude toward this little boy who had just moments before come close to knocking over her prize ceramic dog, this two and a half foot cocker spaniel looked as real as it could be. It was a quick hug by both grandma and me. And I was asked to go upstairs and say hello to my uncle Jay as I followed my sisters and mother to meet with him. Uncle Jay was upstairs in a dimly lit bedroom. He had lost his leg in the war. He gave all of us a quarter and mom some dollars and they left me alone with him. He had already paid for my time and I was in no rush to go back downstairs to the uncomfortable introduction crew. I had left behind, you know, grandma and the dog. He said, Uncle Jay, that before he had gone in the army, he and mom would dance in public places as people would stand and applaud and put money in Uncle Jay's hat. It must have been quite a disappointment for all with the loss of his leg. As he told the story he about he and mom's dancing days. Yeah, me and your mama could do the jitterbug 
the Chaston, and the Splits. It was so animated that I felt like I was there watching them dance. His story about the war and how he had saved his friends was sad, but his heroics was honored by the medal which he pointed out to me on the dresser. He was my mother's nephew, who seemed much older based on the many experiences he shared with me. He made me laugh, especially when he demonstrated after getting out of the bed, retrieving his cane, and doing the split in one motion, pulling himself back up with his cane. You look like you didn't believe me. Yeah, I'll just tell you. Yeah, look, look, look here. Uh, we were the dancers before the, well, before anybody. Back in the day, boy. <laughs> yeah, can you, can, can you dance, boy? It's in your blood. Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, let me see, said. He started to whistle a tune. And said once again, Dance! I reached over to where he was sitting on the bed, grabbed his cane, went down to the floor in an attempt to, to copy his earlier move, got stuck in the position, pulled myself up and over to a sitting position, and then my knees and I stood up. said with disappointment you're gonna need uh, <laughs> you're gonna need more practice uh, look like you got your daddy's jeans as he <laughs> let out a hearty laugh <laughs> after a moment or two I heard my sisters calling for me that we had to go tell you that uh porcelain ceramic dog at grandma's was a story I remember telling to my cousin at her home some 40 years later I was telling her about my episode earlier in life with grandma and my dog fear. Well, cousin M laughed and I laughed with her ass when she asked one of her children to go to the garage and get something. She had just finished one of her childhood stories and sharing old photos. It's a good time when her son returned with a large plastic bag. 
Yeah, give it to Johnny, she said. <laughs> I opened it and to my surprise, uh, it contained Grandma's prized possession, the ceramic dog. Cousin M said it was a gift to me. I couldn't say thank you enough times to her. <laughs> what a wonderful gift, just wonderful. To this day, goodness, to this day, some 60 years later, it's one of my most prized possessions. Perhaps my great-grandchildren can tell the story of the porcelain dog. Hello, thank you once again for listening to Growing Up on Capitol Hill. This is Johnny Walker and I have a couple things I'd like to pass on to you. One, wear your mask, be safe, be a blessing to others, and remember, pray, pray, pray. Hope, hope, hope brings joy, joy, joy. Listen to the next podcast coming sooner than the previous and we'll be listening to additional episodes on working on Capitol Hill, visiting the museums, things that we've encountered, and the Capitol itself. Talking soon. Be blessed.